AI is easy to control. AI optimism. Why are billions of dollars being poured into artificial intelligence R&D this year? Companies certainly expect to get a return on their investment. Arguably, the main reason AI is profitable is that it is more controllable than human labor. The personality and conduct of an AI can be controlled to much finer-grained precision than that of any human employee. Chatbots like GPT-4 and Claude undergo a supervised fine-tuning phase, where their neural circuitry is directly optimized to say certain words, phrases, and sentences in specified contexts. Algorithms like Direct Preference Optimization, DPO, and Reinforcement Learning from Human Feedback, RLHF, are also used to holistically shape chatbots' brains into the kind of systems most preferred by human graders. And by carefully curating the dataset on which the AI is initially trained, we can also control all of the AI's most formative experiences. Since AIs are computer programs, they can be cheaply copied and run on many computers in parallel, making it economically viable to invest millions or even billions of dollars on carefully training a single artificial employee. Needless to say, None of this is possible or ethical to perform on human employees. These days, many people are worried that we will lose control of artificial intelligence, leading to human extinction or a similarly catastrophic AI takeover. We hope the arguments in this essay make such an outcome seem implausible. But even if future AI turns out to be less controllable in a strict sense of the word, simply because, for example, it thinks faster than humans can directly supervise, we also argue it will be easy to instill our values into an AI, a process called alignment. Aligned AIs, by design, would prioritize human safety and welfare, contributing to a positive future for humanity, even in scenarios where they say acquire the level of autonomy current day H, humans possess. In what follows, we will argue that AI, even superhuman AI, will remain much more controllable than humans for the foreseeable future. Since each generation of controllable AIs can help control the next generation, it looks like this process can continue indefinitely, even to very high levels of capability. Accordingly, we think a catastrophic AI takeover is roughly 1% likely, a tail risk too worth considering, but not the dominant source of risk in the world. We will not attempt to directly address pessimistic arguments in this essay, although we will do so in a forthcoming document. Instead, our goal is to present the basic reasons for being optimistic about humanity's ability to control and align artificial intelligence into the far future. AIS are white boxes. Many alignment problems we routinely solve, like raising children or training pets, seem much harder than training a friendly AI. One major reason for this is that human and animal brains are black boxes, in the sense that we literally can't observe all the cognitive activity going on inside them. We don't know which neurons are firing and when. We don't have a map of the connections between neurons, and we don't know the connection strength for each synapse. Our tools for non-invasively measuring the brain, like EEG and fMRI, are limited to very coarse-grained correlates of neuronal firings, like electrical activity and blood flow. Electrodes can be invasively inserted to measure individual neurons, but these only cover a tiny fraction of all 86 billion neurons and 100 trillion synapses. Black box methods are sufficient for human alignment. If we could observe and modify everything that's going on in a human brain, we'd be able to use optimization algorithms to calculate the precise modifications to the synaptic weights which would cause a desired change in behavior. 
Since we can't do this, we are forced to resort to crude and error-prone tools for shaping young humans into kind and productive adults. We provide role models for children to imitate, along with rewards and punishments that are tailored to their innate, evolved drives. In essence, we are poking and prodding at the human brain's learning algorithms from the outside instead of directly engineering those learning algorithms. It's striking how well these black box alignment methods work. Most people do assimilate the values of their culture pretty well, and most people are reasonably pro-social. But human alignment is also highly imperfect. Lots of people are selfish and antisocial when they can get away with it, and cultural norms do change over time, for better or worse. Black box alignment is unreliable because there is no guarantee that an intervention intended to change behavior in a certain direction will in fact change behavior in that direction. Children often do the exact opposite of what their parents tell them to do, just to be rebellious. Current AI alignment methods are white boxes. By contrast, AIs implemented using artificial neural networks, AN, are white boxes in the sense that we have full read and write access to their internals. They're just a special type of computer program, and we can analyze and manipulate computer programs however we want, at essentially no cost. This enables lots of powerful alignment methods that just aren't possible for brains. The backpropagation algorithm, backprop, is an important example. Backprop efficiently computes the optimal direction, called the gradient, in which to change the synaptic weights of the ANN in order to improve its performance the most on any criterion we specify. The animation below shows backprop being used to compute the gradient for an ANN classifying an image of the number 5. ANNs are trained by running backprop, nudging the weights a small step along the gradient, then running backprop again, and so on many times until ill performance stops increasing. Needless to say, we can't do anything remotely like gradient descent on a human brain or the brain of any other animal. Gradient descent is very powerful because unlike a black box method, it's almost impossible to trick. All of the AI's thoughts are transparent to gradient descent and are included in its computation. If the AI is secretly planning to kill you, gradient descent will notice this and make it less likely to do that in the future because the neural circuitry needed to make the secret murder plot can be dismantled and reconfigured into circuits that directly improve performance. In general, Gradient descent has a strong tendency to favor the simplest solution which performs well, and secret murder plots aren't actively useful for improving performance on the tasks humans will actually optimize AIs to perform. Cognitive interventions. Unlike gradient descent, which permanently changes overall behavior, cognitive interventions are temporary modifications of a system's brain activity to influence its actions in real time. We rarely use these techniques to control other humans, and when we do, the interventions are invariably crude and inexact, such as getting someone drunk to make them more agreeable. This is partially because we only have black box access to the brain, but also because humans have legal protections against most forms of influence in this manner. However, such techniques are quite common in AI control research. AIs have no rights so they can be controlled with any technique that developers can imagine. We can run large numbers of experiments to find the most effective interventions, and we can also run it in a variety of simulated environments and test whether it behaves as expected both with 
and without the cognitive intervention. Each time, the AI's memories can be reset, making the experiments perfectly reproducible and preventing the AI from adapting to our actions, very much unlike experiments in psychology and social science. Sensory interventions. Since AIs are white boxes, we have full control over their sensory environment, whether that consists of text, images, or other modalities. There is a whole subfield of AI called prompt engineering dedicated to searching for text inputs, prompts that align language models with human preferences, and these prompts can be highly effective in isolation, even without gradient descent. Since we can perfectly reset the AI's state and memories, we can run unlimited numbers of controlled experiments to see which types of prompts are most effective at inducing a desired behavior, and the AI has no way to adapt. By contrast, marketing and propaganda are arguably examples of prompt engineering for humans. But even the best propagandists can only control people in very diffuse and unreliable ways due to the difficulty of running controlled and individualized experiments. In fact, prompting is such an effective method of controlling AIs that it can often be used to make AIs take actions contrary to the intents of their creators. For example, careful users can design prompts called jailbreaks that cause GPT-4 to output text that contradicts OpenAI's content policy. This has led to a game of whack-a-mole between model creators and users, in which the creators patch their models to resist the current crop of jailbreaks, and users come up with new jailbreaks. Some people point to the effectiveness of jailbreaks as an argument that AIs are difficult to control. We don't think this argument makes sense at all, because jailbreaks are themselves an AI control method. The vast majority of jailbreaks occur because of human users who want an AI to do something contrary to its creator's intentions and use prompting-based control methods to make the AI behave in the way the user wants. Most jailbreaks are examples of AIs being successfully controlled just by different humans and by different methods. GPT-4 and Claude are not trying to jailbreak themselves during normal conversations. Crude white box alignment works well in nature. Almost every organism with a brain has an innate reward system. As the organism learns and grows, its reward system directly updates its neural circuitry to reinforce certain behaviors and penalize others. Since the reward system directly updates it in a targeted way using simple learning rules, it can be viewed as a crude form of white box alignment. This biological evidence indicates that white box methods are very strong tools for shaping the inner motivations of intelligent systems. Our reward circuitry reliably imprints a set of motivational invariants into the psychology of every human. We have empathy for friends and acquaintances. We have parental instincts. We want revenge when others harm us, etc. Furthermore, these invariants must be produced by easy-to-trick reward signals that are simple enough to encode in the genome. This suggests that at least human-level general AI could be aligned using similarly simple reward functions. But we already align cutting-edge models with learned reward functions that are much too sophisticated to fit inside the human genome, so we may be one step ahead of our own reward system on this issue. Crucially, this doesn't mean humans are aligned to evolution. See, evolution provides no evidence for the sharp left turn by Quinton Pope for a debunking of that analogy. Rather, we're aligned to the values our reward system predictably produces in our environment. 
an anthropologist looking at humans 100,000 years ago would not have said humans are aligned to evolution or to making as many babies as possible. They would have said, we have some fairly universal tendencies, like empathy, parenting instinct, and revenge. They might have predicted TSAR, these values will persist across time and cultural change because they're produced by ingrained biological reward systems. And they would have been right. When it comes to AIs, we are the innate reward system. And it's not hard to predict what values will be produced by our reward signals. They're the obvious values, the ones an anthropologist or psychologist would say the AI seems to be displaying during training. For more discussion, see humans provide an untapped wealth of evidence about alignment. AI control research is easier. Not only are AIs more controllable than humans currently, but research on improving AI controllability is much easier than research on improving human controllability, so we should expect AIs to get more controllable faster than humans. Here are a few reasons why. One, reproducibility. After each experiment, you can always restore an AI to its exact original state, then run a different experiment and be assured that there's no interference between the two experiments. This makes it much easier to isolate key variables and allows for more repeatable results. Two, cost. AIs are much cheaper research subjects. Even the largest models, such as GPT-4, cost a fraction as much as actual human subjects. This makes research easier to do and thus faster. Three, scalability. AIs are much cheaper intervention targets. An intervention for controlling AIs can be easily scaled to many copies of the target AI. A $50 million process that let a single human be perfectly controlled would not be very economical. However, a $50 million process for producing a perfectly controlled AI would absolutely be worthwhile. This allows AI researchers to be more ambitious in their research goals. Number four, legal status. AIs have far fewer protections from researchers. Human subjects have rights and legal protections and are able to file lawsuits. There are no consequences for moat deceiving, manipulating, threatening, or otherwise being cruel to an AI. Thus, control research can explore a broad range of possible lies, threats, bribes, emotional blackmail, and other tricks that would be risky to try on a human. Five, social approval. Controlling AIs is a more virtuous goal than controlling humans. People will look at you funny if you say that you're studying methods of better controlling humans. As a result, human control researchers have to refer to themselves with euphemisms such as marketing strategist or political consultants and must tackle the core of the human control problem from an awkward angle and with limited tools. All of these reasons suggest that AI control research will progress much faster than human control research. AI controllability is currently ahead of human controllability. The limits of AI controllability are far beyond the limits of human controllability. Therefore, we should expect future AIs to also be more controllable than humans, with the gap increasing over time. Values are easy to learn. Even in the pessimistic scenario where AIs stop obeying our every command, they will still protect us and improve our welfare because they will have learned an ethical code very early in training. The moral judgments of current LLMs already align with common sense to a high degree, and LLMs usually show an appropriate level of uncertainty when presented with morally ambiguous scenarios. This strongly suggests that, as an AI is being trained, it will achieve a fairly strong understanding of human values well before it acquires dangerous capabilities like self-awareness, 
the ability to autonomously replicate itself, or the ability to develop new technologies. This means that AIs will not learn to play the training game, pretending to be ethical during training while secretly harboring ulterior motives. If an AI learns morality first, ADEPT will want to help us ensure it stays moral as it gets more powerful. Values are easy to learn for two main reasons. One, values are pervasive in language model pre-training datasets. Essentially, every domain of discourse contains implicit or explicit evaluative judgments. In contrast, the types of knowledge needed for dangerous capabilities appear at much lower frequencies in the training corpus. Two, since values are shared and understood by almost everyone in a society, they cannot be very complex. Unlike science and technology, where division of labor enables the accumulation of ever more complex knowledge, values must remain simple enough to be learned by children within a few years. Because values are simple, current language models are already very capable of morally evaluating complex actions that a superintelligence might be capable of. In the non-cherry-picked example above, GPT-4 shows it can recognize that it's wrong to kill people, even in out-of-distribution scenarios with futuristic technologies it doesn't know how to invent. By saying, the use of any technology to harm individuals, GPT shows it has grokked the underlying simple moral rule, do no harm, allowing it to generalize its ethics to cases far outside the training distribution. Strikingly, GPT-4 is also able to infer from context that the term unspool is being used in an idiosyncratic way to refer to some kind of harm. Outside of the example scenario shown, GPT-4 is generally cautious when discussing uses for powerful capabilities beyond its training distribution, even for innocuous purposes. It frequently recommends consulting with experts, safety considerations, considering the ethical implications and potential risks, complying with laws and regulations, and so on. It's also very quick to recommend against actions that seem like they might impact a human, even when discussing capabilities far beyond those directly addressed in training. These examples strongly suggest that alignment generalizes further than capabilities. We should expect that the values we instill into AIs in the near term will be preserved quite well, even as they surpass human performance across many tasks. Conclusion There are many reasons to expect that AIs will be easy to control and easy to align with human values. The white box nature of AIs, in contrast to the black box of human cognition, enables precise and effective optimization and control methods that are impossible to use on organic brains. These methods, coupled with the inherent simplicity and pervasiveness of human values in training datasets, assure us that AIs can and will deeply internalize these values. Our control over AI is not only strong now, but is set to asymptotically outstrip our ability to control human behavior. AI control research is advancing rapidly due to its reproducibility, cost-effectiveness, scalability, and the lack of legal and ethical constraints. We anticipate that as AI capabilities improve, so too will their alignment with our values, ensuring a safe and beneficial coexistence with these advanced systems. One, throughout this essay, we directly compare AI controllability to human controllability in ways that may sound off-putting or disrespectful to some readers. We fervently condemn attempts to control humans like we control AIs, and we think it's important to start talking about the ethics of AI control now. Future AIs will exhibit emotions and desires in ways that deserve serious ethical consideration. Two, 
using the looser skew index definition of tail risk as an event more than two standard deviations away from the mean. Other sources define it as three stid deviations from the mean.